0: This is funny. Oh, that no. was so...
1: I'm off the rails already. Who the fuck are you pointing at? Your mute button, if you had to call. <laughs> no,
2: it's oh. it's much better to make a loud, abrupt sound that people won't see coming. Uh. Uh. Chh. Chh.
0: Chh.
2: Ah yeah. If this was like Monday night raw in the 90s, the there would have been vocals to that, but Yeah.
0: And then there'd be a part where you just see D'Lo Brown doing the
2: fucking head
0: <laughs> <laughs> around. Speaking of D'Lo Brown, oil
1: this past weekend we were at SK well, SKM SKM Promotions uh,
2: Lo- presents live pro wrestling
1: and um, we managed to get an interview with the one the Beast Dan Severn
2: yeah the one and the
1: only the man who caused d Brown to have the chest protector yeah
2: tore, uh, tore one of his pecs or something like that I believe so yeah yeah,
1: yeah. oh he got
2: him fucked his
1: shit up yeah, we got him. So just stick around to the end of the episode and we'll... Uh
2: we'll be playing our biggest score as of yet. Yes.
0: I got to say, this was probably our best interview to date. Have, have you only? interviewed anybody else? Um, no. This was our best interview <laughs> to date. I mean... Hard-hitting Hard-hitting This was actually a great interview like, Yeah Like if Fuck if this was the, Yeah it was us We got it But if anyone had gotten this You'd be like Fuck this is a great interview Yeah But the fact that it's us Makes it all the more
2: Yeah Uh, I think <clears throat> It means more Cause like We're idiots
0: Yeah And I know I know we joke We joke around We have fun but, like, we, this is an actual serious interview, because we were not going to go, like, fucking... <laughs> the Dude, stupid shit we do is not... You know what we forgot to Mr. do, Mr. Severn's Lane.
2: You know what we forgot to do, though, that we were, like, talking about that whole night?
0: Asked about Pawn Stars. Yeah,
2: we forgot to ask him who his favorite on Pawn Stars was.
0: We were asking some of the wrestlers who their favorite Pawn Star is. Now,
2: we say... He says some of the wrestlers. We... <laughs> The plan going in, we recorded all night ringside at this indie show uh, run by Shane Maracle, SKM Productions, and uh, we thought, like, okay, get live reaction of us doing the like, uh, to the show... Then we'll re- we're gonna be releasing it all as a, uh, a bonus episode, so you can just like lit like it feel it'll feel like you're hanging out with your boys at I an didn't... indie show, and uh, the second half is uh, a lot stronger because we got high during the intermission. <laughs> but uh, so the idea was it, like is it at least in my head was that we could get some like sit downs with wrestlers as the show was happening,
1: and but- before we get to that. Thanks again for hooking yeah, that up. thank out. you. That was and thank you, SKM. You. No worries. And thank
0: you, SKM. No worries. Yeah. SKM. Thank you, SKM. SKM. <laughs> 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 I immediately was off rhythm with you,
2: but yeah. So we immediately realized it was too what, Rob. Too loud Too loud to we, get too many interviews
1: We had too much, The best seats in the house, I must say The best say. seats
2: in the house uh, We did get two interviews One of which was with uh, I forget his name right now but he Doc. Was the Doc? No, no, no The guy that was the timekeeper Oh, the
0: timekeeper I can't remember his name
2: <laughs> Who we kept calling Bellboy And even He was a good after, guy though Cool like, dude it was, it was a good interview He seemed knowledgeable about wrestling Uh <laughs> He did say that he had heard the fine in WWE for smoking weed was a hundred grand, which is <laughs> That's completely asinine. Yes, he, has a,
0: he has a very strong pro-cannabis and, position Yeah, at and the he end. was
2: very adamant. He's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's $100,000. <laughs> you know, if somebody routinely smoked <laughs> weed and gotten hit for $100,000 each time, they got, got the smoking godfather it, the company, would
0: be broke. Yeah, they'd have
2: no money. They'd
0: have no He'd money. He'd be DJing uh, at Cheetahs. But
2: I read... I read a, uh, a transcription of Enzo and Cass on uh, Talk Is Jericho today. Yeah, what'd you hear, bro? From this week, and Enzo was saying it's twenty five hundred bucks. when he get?
0: Uh, I'd pay that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It's you gotta catch me bucks. first. Yeah, uh, and At most Vince, <laughs> nice
2: enough guy, but he's he did. He did this weird thing, like, he just, like, came in and took over, and he had such bravado for the biggest fucking nerd in the room, which I thought was great. Um, this 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 albino he's, gentleman,
0: he kept getting so... He was an so, albino. Oh, he
2: was, he's pretty albino. Take, take another just look winter, at
0: winter, bro. He was winter? No, it's winter, man.
2: He was white as one of the snow people from fucking Game of Thrones. One of the fucking snow zombies. Anyway, so this white-ass
3: motherfucker... Keeps
2: leaning back further and further away from the microphone because he had, like, a gaming headset on as his headphones. And, like, we kept telling him, like, don't use the mic on the headset because that's not it. And he's like, yeah... Well, anyway, uh, guys, uh, I'm just gonna read all the way back here and oh, uh, 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 oh, what the oh, the 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 mic? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Anyway, just uh, gonna lounge back here because the microphone. That right might have been right our fault for uh,
0: for giving him the the headset with the microphone. I apologize. Yeah, it was funny. You, who else would you like to trash? No, I'm not trashing him. He was uh, he so this fucking idiot, this pale son of a bitch. He had
2: well, yeah, well, he's aware he's pale. He's got mirrors, and so, but uh, he seemed he he liked us so much that he like just kept talking to us through the rest of the evening as we're recording. Yeah. We should have just put a microphone in front of him for the whole time because like I think
0: I think. He, well, I, I only have four microphones. Oh, what do you think I'm, Mister Microphone? Here, you think I just fucking made a microphones here? I even got a I think text I'm from, sponsored by Blue.
2: I got a text from Jordan at one point during the show. He's like, "Yo, can you can you tell the bell guy to fuck off for a little bit?"
1: <laughs> yeah. He also missed.
0: Uh, he was so exuberant. He missed his time. <laughs> we, we caught him off guard. We caught him off guard with our with our great calls. Yeah. I mean this podcast that we're going to be putting out Check it out Because I, I, th- I went through it today I started listening to it again It's fucking fun Yeah I mean it's like listening to wrestling on the radio Yeah it's like a, from oh a yeah, because time... you can
2: hear all the all the action going on behind you us. You can hear the bumps. There's going to be a pretty Ricky Wildey promo that you get to hear. That's pretty good, except for like when his microphone went out.
0: Yeah, we tell a lot of jokes. We have yeah. a lot of fun.
2: I, I also would like to double down on not I'm not disparaging the bellboy. No, Just shout out to the bellboy. <laughs> this a is fists of funny out. man.
0: You're gonna get burned if you come on this show.
2: Fists of
0: funny. We don't fuck around, dog. I'm... Except for Mr. Severn. we're totally respectful. <laughs>
2: I was thinking about that today. Like the name is completely inexplicable in my head, though, to the podcast. Like, Because Fist of Funny is a play on Fist of Fury. Yes. Which was a karate film. Yes.
0: I know. This is about wrestling. Yes. We didn't think that through at the start. That's the joke. Fist of Funny Podcast. I have Fist of Funny Pod. I
2: think I fucked up my headphones when I leaned back.
0: I'm just... uh I know. If I could have thought of a better name But I didn't want like a stupid like Turnbuckle news Or fucking
2: Oh cause Why? Cause that's already taken? Well they would love to have it if it was available Okay what would you name this? Oh I don't know
0: Yeah it's not easy
2: I didn't get that far It's not
0: easy name a had podcast one, I had
2: one for a little bit uh, With a guy from Guelph called Arm bars and headaches
0: oh, Fuck you man <laughs> <laughs>
1: But yeah Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. We're going to put out that watch along with us. We'll probably do that over the holidays. Come yeah. out. It's just going to be the best out they, from they, that episode. They
2: were in no way uh, taking footage of the show, so you will never actually be able to watch along
0: Honestly, with us And I saw. was thinking about that. Next time we do it. Yeah. We might have to film it.
2: Yeah, but we'd only be able to film ourselves without like permission of the company and oh. shit like that.
0: We can't go Rogue. No, because they'll notice really quick. Well, what if we, like, get their their permission? Then, oh, they'd hate us, though. They would be like, dude, we can't, we cannot. Yeah, because it would
2: make it come across as a comedy show. Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) I can't believe they let us do this. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, like, well, we didn't sit there making fun of the show or anything. No, like, no, yeah, no. It was we just, were just like, it was four guys fucking having a great time. No, we don't make fun, fun of the
0: show. No. Honestly, the show, the, it was actually great wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there were stories. By the end of it, we were hating the House of Igor. I mean, we were so sold on the House of Igor. Shout out to the House of Igor, by the way. Uh, doing great things.
2: Yeah. Check it. Nope. Oh. <clears throat> Check out the House of Igor on uh, any, like, indie show around Ontario. Yeah. It's fucking great. Igor Savinovich. Savinovich. Sorry. I think it's supposed to sound like son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Um My favorite was when uh, Igor, who, like, speaks with an accent the whole night, and he's supposed to be, like, from the disputed lands of Kurdistan. Yes, we talk about how that. I <laughs> completely broke kayfabe because he thought we were the commentary team, and he turns around and he's like... Where's where's the ring announcer? I need the microphone. Where's the fucking ring announcer? Yeah, I'm like I have no idea. I'm not I'm dude. not a part of the show. Dude, that
0: part of the sh- dude, that like you gotta check it, man. That part of the episode is actually hilarious. Oh, can man. You hear him? Yeah, but, no, but I'm sitting there like being like Sir, Mr. Igor, can we get an interview? And he's just like, Where's the fucking mic? He's <laughs> just sitting there like he's reaching for our mic, thinking it's the <laughs> Yeah, yeah oh, dude. That's we had hilarious. a great time. I had a great time. Honestly.
2: Igor Savinovich, the uh the manager, the the owner, the landlord. And the landlord that was dude. About, uh, Igor and uh and then uh Karu and oh his newest uh his newest talent, the Sultan Sultan.
0: Yeah. 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 It was good. It They're was all good. from
2: the disputed lands of Kurdistan.
0: Hey, how was your shit?
2: Oh, my shit's the next day.
0: Yeah, perfectly oh. fine, man. Yeah, well, I ate a whole pizza.
1: Well, no, like selling slices. <laughs> 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 and he bought twenty. 20-
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I originally went up and got two slices. And a Pepsi But I got really high before the show too So before the crowd rolled into the show I noticed they had pizza at the concession stand So I went and bought 10 slices More So I I officially had I bought 12 slices I finished 11 of them Because Jordan had to have my last one From the glorious Pizza Depot In Hangersville Shout
0: out to Pizza Depot yeah, if we
1: put that thing out, they owe some royalties. Yeah, they owe us, oh, dude. Sure. Yeah, we. Yeah, uh, they owe some huge we pizza. At pizza least
0: dick. We ate the pizza. We we shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anything meat? else? Anything else about the show before you wanna? We got to move on here. No, like I said, we'll uh, we'll put
1: near the end. We'll throw in the interview yeah. with Dan Severance. Um, stay which tuned. Which is very interesting. Yeah. It's like a I very good, not us being shitty.
0: Yeah, shout out to yeah, shout out to SKM. I mean, we had fun, we made jokes But we actually called the matches
1: That's true, too
0: We were calling the matches, so check it out You can hear us call the matches And, uh, I mean We have some fun, we have some laughs But, uh, it was good
2: Yeah, let's move on to this week in wrestling, bud
0: Let's get into it Let's get
2: into it So, we've got, uh What's happened happened since we were last on Smackdown last week? (laughs) Uh I don't know. You don't know what happened?
1: Oh, didn't... The Fiend Fiend, kidnap him.
2: The Fiend came out of the ring again. They gotta do something to reinforce these rings. Everyone's coming out of the ring. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's coming out of the ring all the time. You'd think, like... And he always comes out of the same corner, I'm pretty sure, right? It's the same corner. So, like, just fucking hang out by that corner like a game of fucking whack-a-mole. As soon as he pops his head up, just fucking bam! Pop a Fiend? Damn, he's gone. But then he'll pop up in another corner. That'd be really cool if That'd they did that. That'd
0: be fun. Yeah, like a whack-a-mole. Whack-a-fiend.
2: Well, I, yeah, like what I just said. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> oh, did you actually say whack-a-fiend? <laughs> said, what? He said
0: whack-a-mole. Oh, I said
2: whack oh, a Oh, then
0: okay. I give it to you. I give it.
2: Yeah, but then we give it to Rob because oh, he said okay. whack-a-fiend is we'll more accurate. All right. Now we we'll give it back to Bij a little bit. Because he's looking lonely. Sweet. And now I'm just give me a little bit. little bit. Right. Okay. That's on you. It. I'll I
0: give it to you. It's right. like
2: body butter. Thank. <laughs> I really needed that. Um. Yeah, so what I remember from SmackDown, because I, I very rarely get to see SmackDown because I'm always busy on Fridays and shit like that. But uh, The Fiend popped out of the ring and pulled Daniel Bryan into the damn <laughs> hell.
0: The gates of hell! I saw that. I love how they always pull him to hell.
2: And he, yeah. (laughs) We know it's just where the the weapons are stored. Yeah. And where Horde Swaggle lives. Yeah, that's true. So he pulled him down in the name, of hell! And ripped his hair out. He was ripping out clumps of his hair, and the rumor is that uh, the new puppet on the f- house, uh, the Firefly Funhouse, that did not debut that night and was supposed to, is actually going to debut next week, and the puppet will incorporate Daniel Bryan's hair.
0: That's so fucked up. That's actually kind of fucked we'll- up. On, like cousin it.
2: Yeah, that sort of thing. Or like like it could be a Daniel Bryan doll that like uses his hair. He's just going to use hair. his hair,
0: man. Yeah, that's just creepy or as fuck. Or he could be making a voodoo doll. Yeah. And do we
2: even know if Daniel Bryan will appear on the next SmackDown?
0: Is he no, voodoo? We
2: no, we don't because he currently, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is in
0: the death of Harold. Hell no.
2: Devil's favorite son.
0: It's Kane Oh I'm trying to get the music I'm sorry You weren't quick enough I know On that Wait and then it's say it again play an ad before- Say it again Yeah it is Cocksucker It's Kane Oh this is his old one It's not as exciting I'm it's waiting for that explosion It's still It's, it's still Kane
2: Maka God. Yeah. My God. Oh, my God, oh, I guarantee you that poor soul Daniel Bryan's already come across the the putrefied shit covered uh 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 decaying soul that that is of Cain. Cain, of course, uh vote for the mayor S- splitting his time in the aforementioned death fair and uh the mayoral
0: offices of Knox County, <laughs> Tennessee. Anything else from uh, Smackdown of importance? Uh Roman Reigns oh yeah is still
1: I think alive.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leukemia has not taken him he's down yet. He's been working hard on his
2: cardio. He's been working hard on his cardio to just outrun leukemia. And he's doing he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job, staying very healthy, staying fit. Uh still apparently going to have a dog collar match with uh with uh Baron Corbin. Yeah,
0: what do you think of that? I haven't oh, seen
2: a dog collar match in a while, but I also have never seen one that's any good when uh, they're not just both <laughs> bleeding
0: everywhere. Are you still just a southern accent guy right now? Uh, tell you what, I haven't I have seen a, really, a dog match in years, I, motherfucker. I have a really
2: sore throat, and I'm coming down with a cold, and I gotta talk in just like certain ways to uh, make it not feel like razor blades that's back fun, I haven't yeah. seen that. And it. I have found... That talking a little like this <laughs> is actually a lot more goddamn comfortable than the way I usually talk right now. Maybe that's
0: why they do it.
2: You never hear Jr. get sick, do you?
0: No, he just gets—he's
2: sick as a dog, but you couldn't tell. <laughs>
1: that's your new it's your new voice. You're now southern.
2: Oh man, I feel. I just I wish my throat would get Bell's palsy right now. So Did we talk about the belt?
0: It. What belt? Oh, the, oh, fiend, the fiend belt. belt? No yeah. That's
2: on sale for six thousand some dollars. odd US dollars. Is the oh. There it okay, is. Okay, see, from the angle I was seeing it there, it almost looked like the mouth went straight through and you could fuck it. But uh <laughs> That would like fall for six thousand there,
0: a little silicone mouth.
2: Yeah. Would you face fuck that? Well, yeah, like, I mean, I would. Just remember, we got that Dan Severn interview later on today. (laughs) I guess that's more of like a $7,500 price point for me to get my dick into it.
0: That's so creepy. I don't,
2: I'm not, I'm not. You could easily put out like a normal $600 replica of that like you do with all the other belts and make it good. Like, it doesn't have to be fucking.
0: Was this made by Tom Savini?
2: Prop. Tom Savini did tweet that he made this too. Oh, yeah. okay.
1: So they're getting like the high grade quality is the one that that has to be the one they're
0: selling for that much. I only I only get high grades. <laughs> hey. I, I like I like it, but I don't like it's got rivets. you mean yeah. six thousand dollars for fucking rivets. Well, I mean,
2: you're you you got to pay a quality dollar for a quality quality. As as my poppy used to say after he'd been struck about the head. I a
0: mean, of times. I like. It's- I saw like I saw concepts like in August of, of like what a fiend belt would look. out I'm, I'm like man, that looks fucking. I
2: big. wish this had been. I wish way- it was
0: still a WWE belt.
2: I wish they had gone this way with all the custom belts over the years. It's just like the champion's face, like. Argh! <laughs> Just like stone cold, yeah. just staring like
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> just stretched out. There's actually
2: a button on the belt, just just like whatever mouth you want. What? O-
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 His mouth opens up. And
2: then another one that farts.
1: <laughs> Rob, what about you? What do you think of it?
0: Uh, I'm not
1: a. It's all right. I mean, those custom belts are always kind of um, hit or miss. Everyone like does their own take on it, but the, I guess this is the most extreme one. Yeah. It, it's weird because it doesn't. I kind of get what Wally's saying. There's no like actual belt within it. It would have been cool like if maybe the belt was underneath it or something like that. You know, like the fiend thing was an overlay on yeah. top like, of like it. He
2: wrapped flesh around. Like it or a something?
1: like a venom type thing. You know what? Like oh, it was like engulfing it's over. Yeah, yeah, like it's engulfing the belt itself. If that kind of makes sense. But I, I mean, guess. Yeah. I'm with it. I mean, it's not going to be a fur.
2: But, like, yeah, like you said, everybody gets a custom belt now. Like, But at least it's to the point where they don't win a person's custom belt and then keep using it like they did with the spinner for God. so long. Oh, yeah.
0: The Fuck the States. spinner C. belt, Punk man. with a spinner on his belt. Fuck that no spinner belt, man. That was the worst.
1: John Cena. Oh, I feel like shit. It's just weird because they debuted the, the blue belt a week. Yeah, and then no before? mention of
2: him like being like I actually didn't like it that much, so I'm doing my thing. Like it was just boom. It was just Bell. odd.
1: It was just odd the timing of it. Oh, because right? they did make the blue yeah, which yeah. he has. He brought out the blue one, and then
0: oh, because he changed it right. He won the Universal, turned it blue. Yeah, and then two weeks later, debuted that's this. That's so. very true. It just well, at least that at least then we know like there's a limited run. Oh, I spit on your garbage. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. Oh uh, Stay tuned later, Dance Ever. Yeah. Ew. Man, we are not. From a to- time
2: where I didn't feel like death.
0: Um. Speaking of trademarks, I guess. Oh. Um. Little interesting. Uh, a couple days ago, uh, news reports came out that apparently Charlotte Flair, and on draw day. Yes. Both applied for new trademarks Ooh. of their like original names. With- One of yeah, well Yeah so, so the
1: wait.
2: trademark Isn't Charlotte Flair's name actually Charlotte? Or no, sorry Ashley? Ashley Ashley. Okay. So, so she filed
0: for the Queen of Wrestling. Right. And Ashley Flair.
2: Yeah. So she why I guess she's like uh, just trademarking the flair, like the spelling of flair to go with it because like her name is like Fleer.
0: Yeah. uh, It's spelled way different. Yeah. Yeah.
2: F F L I E H R, I think. Yes. Correct.
0: Yeah. Correct.
2: Yeah. And then (laughs) like the Andrade thing, like, I don't know. His, uh. Sombra and all that. Like. El
0: Idolo and La Sombra.
2: Yeah. That that to me could be more just like as a backup just in case anything ever happens and making sure nobody takes it in the meantime
1: that's that's kind of the vibe I get like why would he want WE to profit off of his old name right it's just like you're just covering your bases for like the future because I don't think it costs that much to patent no
2: and he could like set up a side hustle on pro wrestling tees selling merch of his old character that's That's very true at the same time like wasn't it was it AAA or CMLL that he was wrestling for at the time? CMLL. Okay. So he's, I believe so. I, maybe he caught wind that CMLL was going to try and go with a new La Sombra, and they were going to trademark the name, and he was like, nope. Yeah. Scoop that up. And then, yeah, for Charlotte, I, I don't get what the point is there because uh, I don't think she's going anywhere. Oh, what just?
0: No, I don't see her going anywhere at, <laughs> at this moment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. That's called a clean edit, folks. You don't how, even know it. I love, I love how seamless all this is. It's, Dude, that's
0: the magic of beige. Yeah. That's, that's like, my contribution to this podcast. You, we you call those.
2: People out there have no idea how how wrong everything just went on the production side.
1: <laughs> but I saved it. But oh, so right. Yeah. Oh, so right. You know.
2: Maybe, because, um, you know. Like those uh, those leaked nude photos of Charlotte that like nobody 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 looked at nobody here looked at but like from what I heard it looked like her boobs were trying to wa- run away from each other. What if one of them filed for Ashley Flair and actually plans on making a break for it?
0: Oh, it's to go like indie scene.
2: Yeah. Like just like so, you got Charlotte Flair on TV with one breast, and then her the other breasts, say left like, breast yeah. is wrestling for ROH next week for the women's for the Women of Honor. Some
0: days they're they're dying, and <laughs> they're dying for a breath.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: into it. <laughs> Oh New fuck! Number one contender. It's so stupid, but it feels so And it'll so still weigh
0: more than
1: Rio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I go to AW and just squash the fuck okay. out of Rio. One of her tits, I think, weighs just about as much as Nyla Rose, and that's the main event match that I'm looking for: Ashley Flair, which is the left titty of <laughs> Charlotte Flair, against Nyla Rose.
0: <laughs> Fucking book it You know like, Consider it done Consider it booked Consider it booked Oh yeah We're gonna take the Let me tell you this Naila. Ashley <laughs>
2: This is the old Jewish lady version Of Macho Man Randy Savage When he like, grew, to, grew up To be an old Jewish lady <laughs> that tit's coming for you (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah yeah you're such a mensch oh
0: yeah (laughs) oh yeah Bubba (laughs) Bubba Ganesh
2: that's not Jewish
0: speaking of making uh, their return
2: we were speaking of returns
0: we are now
2: Rob Shakespeare
0: while you were talking about this tit making its appearance at AEW
2: Yeah, that'd be a debut.
0: We have a debut. Well, a return, I guess. I guess. (laughs) Just go with it. Just shut up. I'm segwaying. You ruined my segway. (laughs) Strong tech. (laughs) Segways aren't a strong point. I try, man. I try to find it. I try to find the groove. Not always.
2: So, yes, we have the coming WWE return of...
0: John. John. Morrison. Impact.
1: Impact. Nitro. Johnny Impact.
2: Mundo. Uh, Destiny. <laughs> J- Johnny, Johnny, Ji- J- Jimmy Johns. Johnny, Jimmy Johnny Jones. Honor Papa Jimmy John. John. You guys see that Papa John? Stardust. Shit? Stardust Papa Papa John Momo. Papa <laughs> Jongo. <Django?
0: laughs> Papa John
2: Jongo J- Unchained. There we go. <laughs> Actually, no. Since John Wick Morrison, e, he's going back to the E. He would be Jongo Rechained.
1: So what is he actually going to be? Using his slave name of Morrison. Yeah, Morrison is what it sounds like, John Morrison.
0: Not Johnny Morrison. No, he's he's John.
1: Well, he's always John when he (laughs) was there. Hello, but so they
2: decided to instead of. Having him show up as a
1: surprise yeah, or any sort of build-up. We heard about this a few weeks ago. Yeah,
2: well, it's yeah, it was kind of like bantied about that it might have happened. And then uh, they just kind of dropped it in the middle of backstage.
1: Yeah, because you and I, when we were watching Survivor Series, we were both... We figured... He would, like, debut or maybe on NXT takeover. Yeah, like,
2: the rumor had been that he might show up as the uh, surprise well, after... for Team NXT, which turned out to be Walter, who uh, they just decided didn't need any credibility anymore. So they just eliminated him right off the Well, it's the like
0: after the, after the news kind of broke, it's like, okay, well, at this point, it's like, we can put him out, but, like, we might as well try and make it a surprise. So maybe... Uh, they're trying to turn face there yeah you know save a little bit of the surprise now
1: question where do you put John um which brand wh- now because now we we now nxt is a, a viable option. I'd, right? I'd
2: say no matter where you put him given how hot this is right now uh this this whole technique uh say a match happens and then the match is done and then the lights go out And then they turn back on, and John Morrison is coming up through the ring. (laughs) He's coming out of hell? Don't, don't. uh, Red light. Red light. Put a red light on him, of course. Give him a belt with his face on it. (laughs) Because we're slowly (laughs) coming to learn that everybody in wrestling has some sort of supernatural ability to get the lights off. And come up through that ring, which we
1: know, like, that's wood under there. We've all seen that. Yeah. You know what I'd love for them to address at some point? The special effects technician being like, I just got possessed and turned a red light on. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And uh, I actually heard it, like, suggested on uh, uh, Sunday Night's main event, which is uh, 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 a show on uh, TSN Radio every Sunday night. With well, Jason Agnew, it's actually a lot, uh, a lot of fun. They used to do live audio wrestling back in the day. Okay, and uh, one of the guys was saying, like, wouldn't it be a great idea, maybe if like the red light is like giving him this sort of power? So what if one of the wrestlers like is able to get to the stage lights and like turn turn the house lights back up, and then and then Bray's like, Oh no, I'm melting, I
3: need, I need, I melting.
1: Um, so you're saying Sinkara is the one who beats him with his Ooh, blue lights? Yeah,
2: Sincara with his special lights. Going oh, back stop to Stop with special lights for wrestlers, guys.
0: <laughs> Going back to Johnny.
1: Sorry, yes, yes, John Morrison. Oh, right.
0: John Morrison versus Roderick Strong. Yeah. Put him right in that not not. not. You want him at NXT? Yeah. You're putting him NXT? Like I was gonna say Adam Cole, but I'm like maybe I'm, so put him in like an immediate fucking run for the North American.
1: Oh, well, that's not bad. I I could get with that. I was thinking you put John Morrison on Raw. He seems like a, a like a Raw type of guy right now. Yeah, like a Raw dog. Um, I forgot a few of styles would be nice. Yeah, I'd like that. It's gonna be a mid card run though. But I guess he they probably want him to put over some. New, newer guy, right? Nah, I don't know. He's. I'm curious how they book his first his first feud. He's
2: he's gonna he's gonna get wins for the first while, and then and then eventually he'll just drift into. Well, I don't really know what I'm doing. Sort of territory, probably. Unless unless they use him for NXT, which I think right now they may, because they're looking for eyes on that program.
1: NXT's not a bad idea. I don't know though. It's hot. It's a hot fucking. Put him in
2: the first ever one man war games match. He just does his special with starship pain. Yeah, just off different things. <laughs> just I'm walks around like takes his sunglasses off, put them back, puts them back on.
1: <laughs> it's just a half hour of John Morrison doing parkour.
2: Yeah, have him like take off his sunglasses, but through a table. Ooh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm with it.
0: Yeah, could happen. (laughs) Um, How about Raw? You you guys watch Raw? I
2: did watch Raw, and I have been thoroughly entertained
1: by
0: Raw. Yes, two
2: weeks straight. So you're saying I don't buy it? It's good. It was actually really good. It's getting a little more adult. Yeah, Kevin Owens said bullshit, and they didn't censor it. Yeah, you know the whole thing was Seth Rollins. Now he's a bad guy, and I like him again because him being bad is the only time he gets any sort of personality. And they they finally found something for authors of pain to be doing. Are they with Seth? Is Seth is Seth t- pulling the reins on that? Who knows?
1: Well, right now they're like towing the line. Right, they're like. <laughs> Is he is he a heel? We don't know. Is he like? And they're going to have this tag team matchup with Rollins and Owens versus the Authors of Pain. Yeah. We will know how it's going to end. Yeah, yeah,
2: and that's when Kevin Owens gave the whole, he even like, said I, it. I can smell your bullshit sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, Kevin's like, that I that know how simple. this ends. Yeah, Yeah, so he called everybody down to fight him, and Seth is like, no, no, that's not what we're doing, silly Kevin. But the whole thing, I guess, is supposed to be that Seth will still wrestle like a babyface But be a complete piece of shit that you can't stand, sort of heal. So, like, the guy who thinks, like, that he's holier than thou, he's still above everybody, everybody must love him, even though he's continually getting booed.
1: So he's going to be sad.
2: Yeah, it just naturally came into this place, because that's what was going to happen anyways. People are just going to boo the shit out of him, and he wrestles the babyface. Now it's actually incorporated into his character, and it's one of the first smart things they've done in quite a while.
0: Uh, story. I, I think it would be a really interesting story to have kind of a heel, a more mature, you know, not the blonde haired heel of yonder days, but like a more mature heel with those, with the AOP kind of yeah. backing him up as security. Be a little kind of like a flashy heel. He's wearing the suits now. He's starting to wear all black. I dig it. I dig it. It's a good direction for him. It's it, the only way to keep him relevant. And I want him to be relevant, but he got stale. You know? He 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 just
2: burnt it. Burnt it down. He burnt it down, man. And it's, it's just fast.
0: fast. It's a great um
1: main event feud for right now because Brock Lesnar's not gonna be around for it till the new year is what no. they're saying. So like who doesn't want to see Owens and Rollins? Like that'll be fuck I'm sure we'll get a match probably at Rumble. Between the two of them would be my guess. Yeah, it could be. Or they settle it in the Rumble. I don't know.
2: Oh, but we all know they're going to have the fucking CM Punk return in the Rumble. And oh, yeah. Build to the match with Rollins at Mania. Don't tease I them. guess that's got to be it, right? Oh, I don't know. Like, you know what? The CM Punk thing doesn't really excite me because the whole situation just like turned him... It, it revealed to everybody what a fucking selfish little lying bitch he is. I'll never fucking go there. I'll never fucking go back. I know. Then, yeah, but fuck CM Punk, it. man. And then and got his best friend involved in the whole fucking thing. Went on his podcast, made made a huge stink out of it, and then fucking... And then they both get, both get sued, and CM Punk's like, yeah, we're fucking in this to the end, Colt. We'll fucking... Yeah, man, we're fucking doing this together. And then when fucking shit hit the fan, Punk's like, well... Fuck you, man. You knew what you were getting into, and now they're not buds.
1: I know. That breaks my heart that they're not friends. But Colt? Yeah.
2: Yeah. CM Punk just came across as a really, like, selfish person. No, I don't give a fuck. You guys
0: all love, you guys are all on this fucking CM Punk train. You guys are all believers. I never have been. Because you not, weren't he's watching a then He's a, he's a You goof. also didn't he's a like goof. the bullet club. He's a goo. I don't and like AJ bullet Styles club. when he showed no. up.
2: The original Bullet Club was cool. And like, even
0: they're getting shit for the Bullet Club. There
2: still is a Bullet Club right now, and there so shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, yeah New Japan doesn't want that. Yeah.
2: And like... I they do. So, wow. and they make so much the, money off of it. They're calling yeah. the OC the OC because they're the original club, and AJ was not originally in the Bullet Club. Finn Neither Balor. was Gallows.
1: Yeah. I need Finn Balor.
0: Yeah, it's a fucking crime, man. Yeah.
2: Speaking of crimes... Machine Ogunga. Carl Anderson, he was in it. Oh. Is this a reference to Dan Severn's very cop-like mustache?
0: Well, maybe, but also, my favorite storyline just got a little better.
2: <laughs> Is it Lana and Rusev? Lana and Rusev.
0: Oh, there's been a lot of police involvement. A lot of police involvement, and they got involved themselves. Assaulting officers this week. Yes. And
3: uh, what you gonna do?
2: I, I can't. I uh, I personally cannot wait for the 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 blow off match in this. I know everybody's going on like, oh, this shit shouldn't be in wrestling. This shit is wrestling, man. This is it. This is fucking wrestling at its highest. White trash,
0: white trash domestic disputes. <coughs> Fuck yeah. It, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, I didn't hit you.
2: Is that, is is there more? No, that's it. Oh, I was really hoping there was more. That was more of an authentic macho man this time. There was no old Jewish lady. Elizabeth. Elizabeth,
3: Elizabeth, Elizabeth. I love you, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah.
2: It used to be that's all it took, and like that's like this. That's what this is. Maybe they'll wind up back together. Maybe they won't be.
0: I think. I think they're going to wind up back together. I really do. I I
2: find it hilarious when Lana comes out, cuts a shitty promo, and talks about how she was just riding (laughs) that huge black dick.
0: Like,
2: yeah, (laughs) that's wrestling. That's (laughs) That's fucking wrestling.
1: All right, it's what we fell in love with.
2: But this feud is the only one that actually makes sense to end with, like, a TLC match or something like that. I know they're just going to randomly throw, like, a a couple main event feuds into it or whatever like that and make them do the TLC thing, and whatever, that's fine. But, like, those matches like that and Hell in a Cell and and all those other types of specialty matches were always held for the end of a blood feud. Yeah. Do it with these guys that have been throwing a bunch of fucking, like fucking lashley got pinned under some stage bullshit a couple weeks ago right like this
1: shit is off the hook i think it's the most interesting thing on tv because it's like an actual feud that's just not like hey i don't like you yeah it's an actual there's a reason for them to be fighting right where everything everything else is just about
2: pride where finally it's back to the it's it's back to the primitive girl it's like this it's about pussy It's not about coffee. Look what's standing in the ring right now. You've got a man beast and a hose
3: beast. (laughs) It's
2: it's Rhino and Steph. I'm not sure the context here there, Beesh. I mean, we're dealing with the core and the- Oh, they censored it. And- and- and I mean, that's what they used to do
0: do, right? This is Lana. But nobody, they can't really do that anymore. No, I'm Lana's like, sure supposed like, to be. Like they can a play with that's these what
2: you're supposed to get out of this.
0: They can play with these stories, but they can't explicitly be like, you're a two dollar fucker. Bottom feeding trash bag <laughs> home. Yeah, they can't say oh, I that. Know. <laughs> they can't say that. I was trying to find I was hoping that was the yeah. But
2: I th- I think it's absolutely beautiful and I want it to go all the way through to WrestleMania two years from now.
1: Where Rusev actually run, brings the tank yeah, out and baby. runs him over no, with no, no, the no, tank. No.
2: I want Rusev to just full-on come out and, like, in the ring, he's like, you know what, R- uh, Lashley, I have found a way to make yeah. us even. Please come down, Mrs. L- Mrs. Lashley. And then, so Bobby Lashley's mom comes yeah, walking yeah. down, and he's like,
1: okay, so... And this is at WrestleMania.
2: Uh, yes. Two years from now. No, no, no. This is at WrestleMania of, of okay. this coming year. Okay. Uh, where he's just like, okay, and this is in the main event slot, of course. <laughs> and he's just like, Mrs. Lashley, there was something you wanted to say, and she gets on the microphone. She's like, yeah, my, my, my son, my son Bob's, he's a, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> He's a, real, he's a real, real piece of shit, and uh, and well, I'm, what I'm going to do, Bob, is uh, is uh, I'm going to suck this Rusev's dick. <laughs> I'm going to suck it off, and and you're going to watch. You're going to watch. You're going to watch it. Okay, you're going to you're going to watch it on that screen in the back. Okay, All is right? Rusev going to? Go. And then they and can't
0: then, fuck Bobby Lashley's mom, and then right? he, she's just fucking going at her, right? Yeah. She's just
2: fucking going at. Her. And you were talking. This about is the what tank. I want. The tank is going to be there, but the tank is actually going to fire at the same time as ah. when he nuts in Mrs. Lashley's mouth, right? <laughs> and now the fucking the shell from the tank oh I forgot to tell you Bobby's like strapped to a TV monitor watching this but like like, the tank is also so the tank is gonna fucking actually shoot him as like uh, Mrs. Lashley takes a fucking nut warm in the back of the throat but then fucking Lashley his mom is gonna feel real bad about it eventually because she's gonna be like oh actually he's my my and blood he's (laughs) not that that big of a piece of shit oh man all this is a lot less exciting now that I'm not Horny, and so then she finds all the different pieces of Bobby Lashley from like the four corners of the earth, and like brings them all back together, and it has like this fucking ceremony, like, <laughs> and then fucking boof, here comes back fucking not only Bobby Lashley, not Robert Lashley, super Bobby Robert Lashley, and he comes back right about right around fucking WrestleMania season the next year shows up in the rumble fucking gets Rusev fucking they're the last two he's like what what's going on and fucking just holds down Rusev and just fucking dry fucks him just dry fucks him right up the ass Ah!" and then at, at Wrestlemania they have an each other's butthole on a pole match and the first guy to get to the other dude's butthole gets to go back down to that dude fucking put the butthole right back on him and just Fuck it.
0: <laughs> this is what I want Baby Rusev Oh and Lana
2: watches the whole thing And fucking rubs her clit <laughs> For two years
0: Wrestlemania
1: Stay tuned for this
0: <laughs> Wrestlemania Baby Rusev Versus Baby Lashley Versus Baby Yoda Book it. Baby Yoda crushes Who's going to win that match? Which baby? I don't know. I'm all out of energy. Baby Lashley.
2: Baby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's like
0: Bobby Lashley's kid. Baby Uh-oh, Lashley. man. You know Baby? Last thing before we
1: move off of Raw. I'm sick of the Viking Raiders and squash matches.
0: Yes. They are we, champions. We've we been talking about squa- that for months now, it seems.
1: But now they're champions and still squashing. Right? Yeah,
2: but it's just gonna lead to a fucking big thing with AOP. I think that's all.
1: Well, yeah, but so don't have them on TV. Why are why are these jobbers fighting them? What did the jobbers do to earn this match? I don't know. It's like they're supposed to be champions. They're supposed to be prestigious. They're
2: the they're the local guys. It's interesting
0: that you say that because they they protect Alistair Black that way. Yeah, like they can put him on a promo, not fucking put him in a mash that week but he still gets his airtime. time why don't they just do and, and the Viking Raiders, well, the Raiders can, don't even really talk yeah though. they do they do promos oh in the red light
2: oh I've just I don't know I've it's just like heard weird, them kind of like yell and slap their belts yeah, on their shoulders
0: kinda, no they're not bad on the mic speaking of not bad on the mic <laughs> do we have the answer Luchasaurus oh no,
2: I thought he was a little bit stiff.
0: Well, I, he was a little bit more well-spoken than I thought. He started funny with the with the dinosaur voice, and then he actually. I bet
2: that's how you thought <laughs> how I talked <laughs> but that is not. As a matter of fact, how I talk. Did you not know that I have a master's degree yeah, in men. historical brbuddyboo? <laughs>
0: Sh- Yo, shout out to Luchasaurus! I'm like, fuck yeah, man! I'm his new biggest fan.
1: It took him a minute, but he got into it. He did pretty good. Yeah, I, I bet
2: you think this is my <laughs> real face as well, don't you, Mr. Jericho? But as a matter of fact, it is a mask. And underneath is a man who has a master's degree in historical <laughs> You know
0: those, like, Chinese videos that are just, like, translated and put on YouTube? That's how you sound right now. That's... These are my friends. This
2: is Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and the little one is Marco Stunt. Don't you make any comment about his short stature, Mr. Jericho? Why do I not have a match with you? It is because dinosaurs have been marginalized for six million years. <laughs>
0: did
1: say.
0: Any thoughts of AEW? Would you guys you guys watch it? Yeah, I, I enjoyed
1: it. I enjoy, I love anything fucking Jericho does. Yeah. Yeah. The, comedic the lexicon. Of that, yeah, it's not the list. It's the lexicon of Le Champion. Yeah,
0: the lexicon of Le Champion. I
2: don't know. It's uh, it's an enjoyable program. Um, I, the way it's presented on TSN, I don't really like because there's a lot of
0: TSN in Canada.
2: Yeah. There's a lot of these times where they do the picture in picture break thing for commercials, but like there's a promo or something going on or something I'm supposed yeah, to I hear. Yeah, I don't I don't
1: know what's going on there. Let's well,
2: cuz the Canadian feed and the American feed have different commercial times, I think at points in the show. They yeah, were on
0: Canadian time. Yeah. You only, it's 70 minutes on the hour I can't
2: imagine on their main feed That they're showing what we see In split yeah. screen with like promos With no audio and like The ring crew working on stuff Because there was like part of the split screen Last night was uh, the ring crew Running in to take that table out after Nyla Rose yeah. put the referee through it.
0: it It's weird there I don't know Even wh- sometimes when they return back There's like 10 seconds and you sometimes Even hear like countdown
2: yeah, yeah, it like looks like watching Can't the live it. feed like coming in on a satellite. It's it's actually pretty neat.
0: JR um, you got barbecue sauce on your tie? <laughs> <laughs> I like
2: I like how AEW does this thing where like not everybody has to be on the show every week. Yeah, which is good. Like, just make people go away for a bit because yeah. if you're there every fucking time, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get sick of you.
1: I mean, certain guys are on most weeks, yeah. but I mean, rightfully so. You want to have your Jericho, your Cody on every week, right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, was Mox on this week?
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Fox, he had yeah. Oh, Janela. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. With yes. uh, Joey Janela, that was a pretty good match. Pretty good match, I gotta say.
0: What do you think of the elevated ramp? They are keeping it. It seems. I like it. I've always liked that look. Uh,
2: cuz cuz then you get cuz then you can do the big spot where a guy goes like running uh, that's true. down the ramp and just like close yeah. the guy back over the rope. Um, I do think that AEW guys need to sit down in production before each show and maybe limit who can use what high spot maneuvers cuz it it seems like there's people just like using each other's finishers as transition moves now. And that like makes your shit look weaker when you come in later on. The fucking Dustin Rhodes is doing a fucking Canadian destroyer in the middle of a match for no fucking reason. <laughs> like, I mean, it's cool to see, but like, yeah, you no, know, and sure. like you know, every match is so formulaic. Like, oh, they're gonna get to a really you- dangerous apron spot. Like, oh, everybody's gonna go do something on the ramp. Like,
0: where do you put the Canadian destroyer? I love it. I love is it, it, but it. Is it a finisher? It should be a finisher, be, but for sure. But
1: they're using it a little bit too much right now. <laughs> finishers
2: just aren't finishers anymore. It's though. fucking sweet. It's like they're all signature moves, but they don't necessarily end a match.
1: Yeah. So it must be that um, Ortiz guy that knows how to do the destroyer because the Rock and Roll, uh, Mart the uh, Rock and Roll Express did it to yeah. them yeah. Uh, on the pay per view there. So it must be Buddy that knows how to do it. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it right? Oh for
2: sure Yeah No Ricky Morton doesn't know how to Just like Flip a I
0: feel a like Canadian Destroyer Is one of those moves You could like It's almost like the Smackdown Like you do the Smackdown And then you what's can the Smackdown? What's the Smackdown The Rock You mean the Rock Bottom Or oh, the Rock Bottom What wow. did I say The Smackdown yeah. Smackdown I don't know why I'm you the guy man The Rock Bottom you know. like you do the rock bottom it transitions into the people's elbow. But like it's like you do the Canadian destroyer and you get up and then you do your fucking I don't know the word. The rock
2: bottom didn't transition into the people's elbow. Spine, a spine Buster Buster. did. The rock bottom oh, was that's like the true. actual finisher. That's true. People's elbow. I, I he did sometimes though. Finish. Sometimes. Sometimes he on, would. On TV never like for pay-per-views or anything like that.
0: I guess so.
1: Yeah, that's when he's beating some jabroni that he busts those. Maybe i
0: a jabroni.
1: That's no.
2: very possible.
0: It's, it's very not possible. a maybe. Uh,
2: I'd say overall AEW is fine this week. It's kind of leveled <laughs> off to where it's just, you know, it's a show. It's there.
1: It's a show. I mean, it's an alternative, right? That's yeah,
2: Yeah. They're still not doing too much to build really interesting stories, but I guess they'll get there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst, it's not the best, it's there for now. Yeah. I mean, rightfully, it's only, what, week 9 or 10 or something like that. I'm enjoying it. For me, um, I feel like if I can't watch both Raw and SmackDown, I can't watch that week. So I find I'm watching more AEW just because I can do the hour and a half, two hours, Mm -hmm. and not feel like I'm missing out on what else is going on in their universe. Yeah. That's the only reason I've been liking it. Wednesdays just work better for me.
0: Yeah.
2: I've noticed uh they're giving Trent Beretta kind of that weird WWE treatment where they're not really calling him Trent Beretta anymore. They're just calling him Trent.
1: Well, it is just Trent. Even on the Indies, it was just Trent. Really? Yeah. It was never he never used the last name. It's Trent oh. question mark.
0: Trent? Why? I d don't is it know
1: Trent? he's an odd guy. That's the worst name. It was all yeah it was always just the Trent there. Oh okay. What do you think
0: of uh December 18th <coughs> Jericho versus Jungle Boy? Yeah. I mean it's just going
1: to be like Jericho versus Darby Allen. Yeah. Right where it's like you have the the idea that this little guy might overcome it but he's not going to win. No, right. No, it's just Jericho putting over a new guy. I
2: was yeah. really worried it was going to be Marco stuff.
0: Madge.
2: That's a weird. It's funny
0: though cuz he's kind of like he does. He, he's he's okay. talked about Mark Marco's stunt a bit recently. Who has Jericho? Okay, and how he's like. At first, he was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Look at him!" But then he's like, "You know what? I that was kind of me when oh, I got into Oh, you know his awesome.
2: podcast. He used to say that. Yeah. yeah, I well, no, I don't think the way people look at Marco Stunt is exactly the way people looked at Chris Jericho when he no. started because like Marco's Chris un- Jericho was not four ten fun size. Yeah. You know?
1: Jericho was small. He wasn't a child. Yeah, like legitimately, he's under five feet tall.
2: Yeah, which doesn't make you a little person. It makes yeah. you legally a child. I just
0: Forever. like picture them like walking around in their underwear in the forest. Whoa, it's so <laughs> weird, man. Like that whole with like Luchasaur. I don't get it, man. It's like I get that kind of vibe from it, like a very like almost Adam anime- boy Marco. <laughs> like I
2: request an- now that you. Strip down to your underpants no, and walk gay- through the woods it's with me. It's not a gay thing. Hey, who it's said like a- anything about gay? I yeah. am Luchasaurus. I do not even know what gay is.
0: It's like an anime thing.
2: I bet you did not even know that I have a master's degree in totally not being gay right now.
0: I'm just saying, like, like they just live in the forest in their underwear. <laughs> sure. To this I agree, beige. Like you know, pan flutes playing in the background, like they're by a river. I don't know, man. <laughs> like I've really thought about this. When, when was there ever
2: a compare or like a, a correlation drawn between dinosaurs and pan flutes?
0: <laughs> no, there isn't. There isn't. It's a mystical fairyland that lives in. <laughs> but Brandon's they look head. like
1: lost boys. There you go. That's what you should have said off the hop. That makes a little bit more no, sense. No,
2: pan flutes and dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't doubt. know,
0: man. <laughs> this is my life.
2: So, all in all, we thought AEW was uh, pretty okay. I, I have not seen one NXT since it went on USA because I uh, no. I don't. I don't
0: just don't have an access to USA. Yeah, there's
2: no, there's no distribution in Canada anymore.
0: Do you watch uh, – I mean, are you hyped about uh – What's his name there, the big dude? Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's for sure. He's how for did sure they? Gonna be how something. do they use him? Cause he's got a lot of movement right now. Um, Is he a Royal Rumble?
2: I I could see him ter- turning up in the Royal Rumble and being like in the final four. He won't win it.
0: No, no he, he won't.
1: A, He'll get the same treatment he did at Survivor Series, right? For sure. Yeah. He'll That'd be actually a smart move. To, actually, be, if you he's know what?
0: third out, or if he's the third from out, yeah. Yeah, I, that'd be a good spot.
2: I have a weird feeling Roman Reigns is gonna win again this time.
1: That's what I've so kind of heard too.
2: Uh, I could see it coming down to Keith Lee and Roman Reigns. They do the fist bump again. Yeah. Oh. And then maybe Reigns beats the fiend at WrestleMania, and then by SummerSlam you got Keith Lee like, hey man, I've taken I'm a knock you to again. the limit twice. Rubber match.
1: How about the limitless, Keith ah. Lee?
2: bask in his glory oh, that's what I'm
1: here for
0: look at that we're already booking look at that we just booked your whole year WWE yeah and you're not even paying us well, it does look like we've
2: still got like 18 other hours of TV each week to fucking figure out
1: but... it does look like uh, Keith Lee's going after Cole he okay. might there's a triple threat next week uh... with him Champa, and Djokovic uh, and the winner gets to face Cole the following week okay well, I'll have to Stick around and see. I mean, yeah, it probably will be Tommaso Ciampa for now, but I think they're toying with Lee in that title picture now. He's definitely going to be there at some Mm, point for sure. After last weekend, right? Yeah. So yeah,
2: AEW good, NXT progressing well, Raw and SmackDown. We're on the road to TLC. Backstage, don't I don't watch it. Not not interested.
0: It's time,
2: is it? For what, beige?
0: We've been For hyping that. We've been hyping this. We've been hyping this. We've been trying to do this. We have an interview.
2: We do. And uh, Rob was the one that was uh, ballsy enough to walk over to him and ask,
0: "Hi, Dan.
2: Um, Rob, did you tell?" Dan Saverin ahead of time what the name of the podcast was, what the format of the podcast was, or anything of that nature? No. Do you think he's going to like it?
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love your asshole on a bowl match idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? He didn't, like, Okay, piece the fuck out and, like, dip the fuck out as soon as no, we were done. Were
2: having a good time with us.
0: So, I mean, it seems like... Weird, chill, and, and he it had some well. really
2: interesting shit to say. Some yeah. some stuff that I'm not sure uh, people have necessarily heard before. I think so, this is uh,
0: some groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. yeah. So strap in
2: and uh, and listen to listen this was to the, the words of Dan Severn. This is, was
0: definitely a shoot episode, a shoot interview. In, yeah. uh, in some ways, yeah. I don't know. Maybe.
2: I'd say entirely none of it is kayfabe, yeah. <laughs> as, as far as I know.
0: Yeah. So here it is,
2: Dan Severn on Fist of Funny. severed, guys. The legend. Did did any of you on this side of the table ever think we'd be here right now? Nope. Talking to Dan the Beast severed.
3: My, qu- my question to you guys though is how young were you or- when you first remember seeing me.
2: Well, when I first saw you was in, when you first debuted for the WWF in the late 90s. So uh, that was 97 that you came here? 97, through?
3: 98, yeah, during wow. the Attitude Era. Okay, yeah. so I, I was actually Vince's oldest rookie really? at 48 years of age.
1: Wow. Oh Vince
3: goodness. was even shocked. He goes, you're you're how old? Yeah. And I go, 48. And he goes, he looks at Jim Ross, he goes, Jim. He goes, who's our oldest rookie we've ever had? Jim points at me and goes, Dan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I would have been nine. I would have been nine yeah. when you yeah.
3: Well, again, I, I just kind of put that in perspective because I've been competing as an amateur wrestler since 1969. Jeez. Oh my so goodness. So I've been, I've been accused of it's not Dan Severn. It's the son of Dan Severn. It's Dan Severn <laughs> Jr. who's out there. If it's Dan Severn, it's somehow he has clones yeah, or yeah. something like that. He just puts mustaches on these clones and he sends them out there. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolical.
1: But I mean, for a fit, for a man who's had like over a hundred UFC or mixed martial arts fights, like. Well, well,
3: but I, I tell people, and and literally. Like, you look amazing. For having. Well, you got to realize I didn't start that career until 37 years of age. Right, yeah. And then I went for 20 years. No, Again, I don't say this braggishly. I, I, I state it as matter-of-factly. No other human being will ever do a 20-year career like I did. No, and God, to know no. that, I did two training camps in 20 years. Once for UFC number five, I took out 32 days of my life. And then for the ultimate, ultimate, I took out 35 days of my life. The rest of the time, I just showed up. Really? So, if just think if I would have really applied myself. <laughs> yeah. I might have been able to make something of myself. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs>
3: just, a, just a ham and acre. only in, you know, the top four people in the world of having over 100 cage fights. Only three people in the world having over 100 wins. But the real irony is I faced those three other people, I defeated those three other people, and the closest one to my age is 15 years my junior. It's
1: crazy.
3: So now, you when really you look are at,
2: the ultimate fighter? Oh, I'm
3: never. I've actually never been in a single fight in my entire life. But I've been a competitor my oh, entire yeah. life, and that's a different mindset. Because okay. oh, I yeah. always tell people I don't have to have animosity towards you. I'll shake your hand before. I'll shake your hand after. No hard feelings for what's about to happen between the two shakes. Mm-hmm. I understand the rules and I know how to manipulate them to my benefit. So, I'm, I'm not going to win the standing up uh, knuckle fest because I'll come out on the short end of the stick. Right. But You have to be within arms range to punch me, legs range to kick, knee, elbow, and I was always good about keeping just outside the edge to where I would bait you in, and then the moment I could clinch somebody, jam them up against the cage wall, or take them down, I simply say, hello, and welcome to my world, <laughs> you shall never see the light of day again. Because I know my reward, if you do, I'm going to get smacked. And it's overrated. I'll tell you that. It's yeah. overrated.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: So what? Uh, when did you get your start in professional wrestling then?
3: 1992.
2: 1992. Yep, yep. And that
3: was with the NWA? Uh, no, actually, uh, in the beginning, on the independent scene, um, a professional wrestler by the name of Denny Cass... He was the president of the Michigan Wrestling Club, actually a legitimate amateur wrestling organization involved in freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling, the international styles. And uh, Den- Denny, he was he was also, as a professional, so he was known as Denny Cass. okay. One half of the fabulous Kangaroos. Um, you know, he, he was a couple other characters and I used to always, I had several different companies on the independent scene that approached me through the uh, through the 80s, but had I turned pro at that point in time, I would have lost my amateur status, okay. and I could no longer compete for national teams, yeah. Olympic teams, and my amateur career meant too much to me, so I, I turned them down. <laughs> but as of the 1992 Olympics, the uh, Olympic Committee came up with a new rule that stated You could be both an amateur and a professional simultaneously as long as you were not involved in, say, high school athletics or collegiate athletics because you're still being governed by high school athletic association or the NCAA rules. Mm -hmm. Well, I was well past my collegiate eligibility so I could have my cake and eat it too.
0: For sure. Uh,
1: So have you been... uh Keeping yourself in the loop with modern wrestling recently? No. No? No, never. And,
3: and honestly, I mean, I, I throw myself on that uh, uh, grenade all the time because um, even when I worked for the WWF at the time, was I really staying aware of the product? No. But, but only because I was so busy, I, I didn't have time really to watch television. It's kind of like in the last 24 hours. I've been here in town, have I bothered to turn on the TV? No, because right now I'm I'm actually working off of my, in my planner, I'm working on, uh, I'm working off uh, texting people and stuff like that. I mean, it's, you know, my average day is is 16 to 18 hours, but most people don't realize all the the different things that I do, but because of kind of who I am, how I've conducted myself, a lot of great opportunities continue to present themselves. I have a lot of companies that they want they want the association with me because I I'm like, I'm like the all-American kid at times even though I'm 61. I don't look 61. I don't act 61. I don't move 61, but I'm seriously haven't aged since you debuted in well, WWF. Well, yeah. oh, so tra- tra- trust me. The color of the hair, the <laughs> eyebrows, the must—everything is white. Okay. you know. So, thanks to my sponsors, just for men, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad I still have some hair to color. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> so to the
2: So why why is it that uh, that things didn't uh, didn't go further with the WWF? What uh, what did, really didn't work out there?
3: Well, again, just purely my speculation. Um, when I first. When I first came on the scene, they used me really, really strong. Yeah. Um, it was basically I had Jim Cornette yeah. carrying out a couple belts. He was my mouthpiece because he, he knows that Dan Severns not a talker. Right. He's just he's just an ass kicker. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm just gonna take care of business. So uh, it was great being associated yeah. with him. I mean, literally, he was working. Uh, he had his Smoky Mountain wrestling organization yep. when they put the NWA belt on me. And uh you know, so then Jim was working with with the Fed. At the same time I'm on board and he was very frustrated with the creative team. He goes, This creative team doesn't have a clue what to do with you. He goes, You're the greatest thing to hit professional wrestling. You're a wrestler who can wrestle. Yeah. You're not gonna sit there and pose and flex and cut Flowery type of uh, promos. You're just going to wrestle, and this was well before there was ever a Bill Goldberg yep. mm-hmm. for WCW. Yeah. Ironically, I met Bill for the first time a few years later. You know, once I, I had left WWF, and then then he was on his you know uh, rampage there doing in WCW. I was invited to a uh, business lunching over in California. Turns out Bill Goldberg was also one of the guests there. There's only like about six, seven of us at, sitting at this table. And as we're talking around the table, you know he's getting to, to know a little bit more about me and he reaches across the table and he nudges me on the shoulder and goes, thanks. I go, for what? He goes, dude, I was you. I watched you in the UFC. The way you put your arms up and had that crazy look in your face and stuff like that after you win, he goes, you know, I started laughing. I go, "Well, you did me better than I did myself."
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, honestly, like you could have been then what Brock Lesnar is now, like that legit guy from the real fighting world That's... that they bring in every now and again uh, with the mouthpiece I was, I was just,
3: just say I was 20 years before my time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the reality is, but at, at the same token, I really didn't understand the politics of professional wrestling. Right. I didn't really realize how much say so. I, I kind of figure you have all these intelligent people. You got this creative team that's right there. You know, but when, when the creative team comes up to me and goes, now we're thinking about putting 666 across your forehead. Mark of the beast. We're going to make you into an undertaker disciple. And I'm like putting my hands up like the T, and I'm go, I'm doing the you know, whistle sound. And I'm like going, guys, time out.
2: Wait, did they actually make a pitch for you to be in the Ministry of Darkness? Yeah,
3: that, again, that that whole deal right there, and when they, when they did that, I just said, "Hey guys, not going to happen." I'm I'm from the real world. I go, I don't want any repercussions against right. my family, You're still competing against my family, against my businesses, nor against me, because you just don't understand how many people buy into this stuff. Right, and, and I even made the made, made the thing because at the time, um, a Hunter was not married into the family. I go, I go, I go, what about, what about Hunter here right now? I says, you know, would you, would you trust Hunter being a used car salesman? And i mean, Vince started laughing about that one, you know, and it's kind (laughs) of like, he goes, well, I go, would you ever buy a car from me? He just started laughing. I go, you know, to me, that spoke volumes to me. But now I, I've got these road agents that they're like, well, you know, Dan, we can start using you poorly I go, what do you mean by that? Well, we could start having you lose matches. I, I, I go, sure, you can ask me to lose,
0: <laughs> but where does
3: the state anywhere on my contract I have to lose to anybody? So when I go out in your world of fantasy and I turn fantasy into reality, yeah. which one of your so-called stars <laughs> are gonna hold a candlestick to me. Yeah, exactly. And, and even then, literally, the Royal Rumble was coming up. And so I'm thinking to myself, huh, I already know I'm going in as this number into the ring, and I'm going out of the ring at this number. What if at the time I'm supposed to be exiting the ring, we turn Fantasy into reality. This is <laughs> yeah. this is a live pay-per-view. Right. Yeah, yeah. So the fans that are watching, it, like, it's just part of the show. So after I trash so many people, and now I'm just waiting for the next guy and the next guy. Now granted, they can bum rush me and they can get me out of the ring, but have they gotten me out of that arena? <laughs> <laughs> How much chaos and havoc could I have done? Right. Better than that, what do you think Eric Bischoff and WCW, Ted Turner, what do you think they're willing to pay for one night's work? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I could have done a million-dollar payday easily for one night's work.
2: I, I got to say, I love this side of dance. <laughs> no, no, no. no. See,
3: a lot of people, I go, oh, I'm a nice person. Yeah. Cross me. Oh, there's a reason why I'm called the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's, okay. but now, now In the business sense, it's, in the athletic sense, I want to crush people physically. Right. But in the business oh, sense, really oh, there's like different it. ways I could do it. And yeah. it's still, I dotted my I's, yeah, I crossed my T's, and I crushed your nuts yeah. all at the same time. I like that. It's good to be the beast at times. Yeah, just no kidding.
2: Saying he could use them a little bit differently, you know? <laughs>
1: All right, uh, you guys have one more question you want to drop here? Um, I don't think so. I guess I want to ask you about the bloodsport because you did that. Was it last year?
3: I've actually been involved in three bloodsport events. I mean, the the last one was called Josh Barnett's yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. Yes. I think the year before was another gentleman's. I think it was Matt Riddle's uh, yeah. Before. So I, I've been involved with at least three of them so far, and I'll I, I tell you, it, it's. A very unique concept because there's no no ropes on yeah. the ring, and the thing is, you're 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 putting out a product for professional wrestling people. So it could have a little bit of a flair of a shoot style to it, mm-hmm. but keep it in the same storytelling sense of professional wrestling. Yeah. And you know, like last year's show. You know, between Josh Barnett and I, I forget the the Japanese guy that that uh, wrestled in the finals, Minoru but Suzuki. they had a phenomenal match. I mean, it was great. And, but you can watch it; it's it's professional wrestling to perfection, is what they did. But it's so it's like you know, knowing how to tell a story, and they they did just they they did do a, a good job with that. So there's a room, there's actually room in the states for an actually ongoing organization just like that. If you could continue to produce those kind of matches where guys are, are you know they're they're winning by ankle locks, they're winning by arm bars, they're winning by knockouts and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
3: It's it could still it, it's a good product. It's a change of pace mm-hmm. because right now who is pushing Vince? They were at their best, I I think they were at their best when WCW was kicking their yeah. butt, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they yeah. actually had to put forth effort in a product, and they were at their best. You know, WCW had Bill Goldberg. That uh, WWF would come back with. Uh, Bill Gilbert or something like that. But it was a fun time to yeah. be involved in the industry. Yeah, all
2: all elite wrestling, I guess, is like pushing them a bit now, but they still got they still got a little ways to go. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's really actually a couple independent
3: uh, organizations that they're, they're doing well for themselves. Yeah. They're drawing some good crowds. Well, is uh, on T.N.T. Yeah, a, now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They're doing a good and job. And even the N.W.A. is making a surge yeah. Yeah, once again as well. Right so, again, I'm I'm only aware of it as other people bring it to my attention or if someone sends me messages through like Facebook or something like that, it's really the only way, I, I, it's not like I live in a cave or anything like that. I just don't, I don't watch much television, period. It's, uh, I, you know, although I'll also say something like this, I did go and see Mr. Rogers, the movie <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Now again, again, as comical as that sounds, it's actually, it's actually a very good movie. I was very I was I, very inter- I
2: was, oh, I I was very that... entertained by the movie. Yes, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess uh, I, I'd like to say on behalf of all of us what an honor it was to uh, to meet you, Dan. And thank you for sitting down with us on the Fist of Funny. And thanks for coming through. No, our gentlemen, episode, I appreciate, appreciate that. Uh, yes, thank you, uh, you
3: so I'll much. I'll just push uh, the one aspect. I, I do have a website, dansevern.com. If people want to be able to get in contact with me, just go there. My social medias are up there because uh, I do actually have all of this stuff. And I'm going to be doing more and more things because it's, even though, Age-wise, I'll leave certain industry because the age will drive me out of it, but will I retire anytime soon? No, I like what I do. Uh, I always tell people that uh, my biggest fight is with Father Time. Yeah. You know, he's the all-time champ, but... Uh, I think you're winning that fight. I, I, I don't know, I'm, I, I'm gonna push him to the end. I always tell people it's gonna like, you know, my goal is to live to 125, and at 125, I want to have my life taken tragically and suddenly by a jealous husband. (laughs) Now, granted, she'll be a much younger woman. She'll be in her 90s, you know. She was wearing orthodontic stockings. I saw life! So, you know, to me, but if you can't laugh at yourself, who can you laugh at? And that's, you gotta have a good sense of humor about it, and it's otherwise life will just eat your life. And uh, and that's a little, literally, it's what I say to a lot of young athletes, whether they're pursuing mixed martial arts, amateur wrestling, professional wrestling, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yep. Have several different things that you lose so that if you hit a dead end here, just put more energy in these other things. So I've got like eight or 10 different jobs I do. It's kind of like going, I'm good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely
2: awesome well thank you very thank much
0: you thank you, you so awesome. awesome. much Good that's
2: why you end night. an interview <laughs> and thank we're you. back yes we are from that uh, thank you dan thank, thank you, you. you dan Severn, mr mr Severn. Mr. i'm gonna, Severn. gonna call him because i'm just gonna imagine he can hear me in real time and if i'm not respectful he'll just he'll choke the fuck out of me
0: yeah learned a lot in that interview Yeah. It was a. I mean, he he sat. That was like 20 minutes, something like that. It was fucking. I wasn't expecting it, but.
2: Absolutely uh, a a gentle bear of a man. Uh, Very, very kind. Very nice to talk to. Very open. Uh, Like you say, give give us a lot of information that I think.
1: uh, And like. A professional. A professional, right? Like, he was able to just go with the flow and was open and just knew how to do an interview right feel, like but
2: feel still like at the same time terrifying
0: yeah i feel like he's just got thousands of stories oh, though yeah. you That's know it. you could you could just sit there with him all day and he'd tell oh, you like he's, he's fought all so the ken many shamrock stories oh yeah oh i'd
1: love to hear those well that was my whole thing for a guy who's had a hundred mma who's won a hundred mma yeah. fights had a Thirty-something fights, and only
2: been to apparently two training camps in his whole life, and then for the rest of the fights, just showed
1: up. Yeah, guys, sixty years old, and you could not tell. Like he's still quick. Yeah, like there's he hasn't lost a step. It doesn't feel like. Yeah.
2: Now, uh, what did what did what did you think about uh, certain things he said in there? Like he was uh, talking. Uh, Talking about Goldberg uh, having claimed to have modeled his character after uh, the way his antics in the in the cage.
1: It kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, because Dan was very aggressive.
2: Yeah, and he did do like the ver- a very similar thing where like he would kind of like like throw the arms up in a certain way and just kind of like open his mouth and scream like yeah. like just a primal roar.
0: They were doing that. That's what they were doing. Especially yeah. if you weren't on the same brand. Definitely going to punk that.
2: Oh, for sure. For sure. Plus, like, yeah, like Goldberg was supposed to be that guy. You were supposed to believe that he could get in the cage and fuck somebody. Yeah.
1: Up. Yeah, but Dan, the original. Yeah. The original, not yeah. Brock Lesnar. The beast. No.
2: the The actual beast. I think to be the beast slayer, Seth Rollins should have to wrestle Dan Sever. Yeah. 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 And there should be a beast off. Dan Severn versus Brock Lesnar.
1: Versus Carew. Versus Carew.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: Versus Walter
0: versus Keith Lee.
2: Just get all the big yeah, Haas boys in there. Versus Strowman. Versus Braun Strowman, yeah. And that's how you put Strowman over. <laughs> and, and Steve Brown, he's this other one in the Ontario you've scene, another hoss that you can't move around too quick. Yeah.
1: Big man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, toss a corpse in there, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Uh, all right, this is getting morbid. Speaking of morbid, uh, what'd you think of his uh, story about being approached to be in the Ministry oh, of Darkness? Oh, dude. That was one I had never heard.
0: I love the Ministry of Darkness. Yeah. That's right when I kind of got into it. Dude. I mean, it would have been interesting to see him. It would like placed him with like Farouk and Bradshaw. Right. And all the other big dudes in that well, he would have fit right in. I
1: kinda got the vibe that maybe there wouldn't have been like a fruk and Bradshaw, no, it right? Because been, no, probably would have been you don't need three guys that are the, the muscle. Like I don't know,
2: man. That that could have made a really cool fucking three headed like fucking Cerberus sound of yeah. hell, uh like uh acolytes.
0: And if you remember they had tattoos on their chest yeah. when they started. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid shit. Chest touch, but
2: it. or or could you imagine like uh like them not going the route of Vince and it's just <laughs> like Dan Severn pulls the hood off like it was me Austin, <laughs> it was the beast all along and like they're all actually in league with the beast rather than the beast being in league with the Undertaker? Oh, cool. oh yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, that could Fantasy be that book. Could have been something. Oh man, I just feel like there was so much missed with uh, with with Severn back in the day, man. Oh, just seeing it, like the way that MMA fighters are treated now in pro wrestling.
1: That's one thing I re- I didn't get to ask him, and I did want to ask him is just because he unfortunately doesn't watch too much of what's today. And yeah. understandably, there's a lot, and you only have so many hours. Yeah, but like because they're they are doing a little bit more of a push on the. The, on the MMA, blend on the MMA style guys, right? Yeah.
2: And, like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I think having guys like him around would be like a breath of fresh air who are more technical and ground based, like Lesnar is. But there's only one Lesnar right now. Every, Lesnar, all the other big guys that come through are like, whoa, well, I can do a standing shooting
0: star. And You have to remember, he started at like UFC four.
2: I think it was five, he said. Five, five. maybe
0: five, yeah. yeah. Like that was early MMA, like the way the sports evolved. Yeah, like imagine him in this era. It's just oh, like, know. totally different. Like yeah. it's a, but and, like uh, still shout out because like he still put on a great show too, especially yeah, at the SK. Six,
2: Sixty-one years old. Sixty-one years old, and I really do want to see an alternate timeline. Where he legitimately went ahead with the plan to fuck up the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that would have been something else. Because like I, I always thought about that over the years, especially like now looking back, with how uh, uh, and like how much animosity was just like within all the locker rooms between the companies and stuff. How somebody just didn't do something like that, you know? And for and have Eric Bischoff pay them to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But Why you have to have so much not? trust that Eric Bischoff's going to actually not double-cross you. Yeah. Oh, man. But. For sure. Just to,
1: it's fun, too, the what-ifs, right? Yeah. Because, cause sure, you had other big guys in the Rumble. But, like, he's a legit fighter. Like, yeah, he could just sprawl. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to... He knocks out jabronis like this all the time. I could see him just,
2: like, completely dead-waiting and just laying on the ground like, you can't get me over the top. Yeah.
1: He's and the ol- he's the only guy who's actually allowed to use the knockout punch as a finish. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And like he like he was saying like okay now you've got me out of the ring but have you got me out of the arena? You know? <laughs> like and I could just I could just see that silly argument taking place like he gets dumped out and he like legit just stands there he's like everyone yes they have me out of the ring now but am i out of the arena and then you get a camera shot where like he's in the parking lot he's like okay now i'm out of the arena but have i left the premises next he's like on the sidewalk like okay all right they've got they got me out of the parking lot but i can still see the building next he's like on the plane home like okay so i've been deported Oh, I'm out of the country, but have you. <laughs> it just like cuts away. It's like some sort of weird adventures of Dan Severn that's, uh, that keeps going on the next week. He's like living in the disputed lands of Kurdistan, <laughs> and that's where his feud with with <gasps> Kurd <Kirkroom> starts. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? He's on
0: the run. He's on the run. Dan Severn, you're, uh, you're a bad
2: boy, but a great yeah, man. Bad thanks, motherfucker. Uh, again.
0: Stone Cold, bad motherfucker. Oh. I guess you can't really stay so cold, but he, just a bad, bad dude. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. That's and great. Uh, thank you to SKM promotions. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: sure, like uh, within within the year, we'll have uh, we'll probably have Hulk Hogan on the show. Yeah. So.
0: Yo, if you live in Southern Ontario and you like indie wrestling check out their promotions
2: skm promotions not only their uh, their live wrestling but anything they bring out uh, shane's uh, uh he he's brought out hip hop groups before he brought uh, insane clown posse to Brantford a couple uh, canada days ago okay. oh yeah yeah i went to that and he uh, oh. he just had la, la coca nostra out in, uh, out in la Brantford. la coca nostra he, uh, oh, he let me open for Mick Foley on one of his comedy tours. A uh, couple, uh, couple uh, it was uh, last September. Yeah, why didn't you, you get were- us an interview?
0: Oh. What? I, interview I, Mick Foley? I don't even think you had the podcast at, at, at that point. No, maybe, Rob. Also, before we leave, you rolled with him down. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I did.
1: uh How was that? I did a wrestling seminar at my jiu-jitsu school. It's fucking great. It's great. It was the same thing. He. We'd ask him questions and he'd go off on a little bit. And then a lot of like, yeah, I didn't train. I just like, I learned by doing this to people and on my students. And like, if it hurt someone, we'd try it out again. Yeah. In the name of science. <laughs> okay.
2: And uh, <laughs> fellow, fellow Branford comic, James McVicker took part in that class as well. Yeah. Yeah. The combined amount of fucking just hair between you and James Rob yeah not on our heads no not on your heads no you are both balding like a motherfucker (laughs) at a very young age and it's very sad to watch happen but uh, yeah lots of hair everywhere else lots of hair everywhere else It's like, it's like you, it's, it's like you, it's like you should be like cultivating it and like putting it away for when you're completely bald to like, just bring it on back. Like, just like have hair to do shit with.
1: I don't want this on my head though. Figure like, it whenever, out. Whenever, whenever it comes out, it just look it, it looks really puby. Right. When it, it comes out individually.
2: Which of course he is, he's, he's, I, he's pulling on his puby. pubes in front of me right now. Yeah. So
0: pubis. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs>
2: no. I don't know. I just I hope people are uh, are enjoying listening to us uh, ramble, and uh, I'm sorry that I was uh, sick yeah. this week, guys. And
0: uh, No, no, no. It was great. So, I mean, thanks again. Thanks, SKM. Thanks, Dan Severn.
1: Thanks, Wally, for putting and, and together. And also,
0: I mean, in a couple of weeks, we're going to drop this bonus episode of us at the promotion. I'm doing the editing right now. I'm busy.
2: Yeah, it's just us watching matches and... You know? Watching John John Tavius nearly fucking kill himself by braining his, his yeah. own ass on and the it, fucking concrete you know, a few times.
0: This isn't Patreon. We're not asking anything. We should. We should, but we don't. We Dude, will. If I could just get free weed, you're getting a taste. <laughs> you're getting a taste
2: now, motherfuckers. But we're gonna put it behind a paywall.
0: Like if someone can like just get me that everything's all the contents free. Okay,
2: well while we're at it, if I could just get free rent, that'd be great. If I could just get some <laughs> well, free rent nice out easy. of you people. I guess mortgage. money.
0: <laughs> I guess I can exchange money for cannabis. Mm. So if you want to give me money, I mean, but don't don't worry. Those are Those are details. <laughs> yeah. Just I mean, it's been a great week. we I had so much fun, boys. It was a blast. Yeah. Boys, yeah. I was I I it's been it's been a blast.
2: To bigger and better things, boys. Fuck yeah.
0: This has
1: been fun, man. But I mean, I don't know how we get bigger or better than Dan Severn.
0: <laughs> That's the only We're going to figure it out. That was the first of many interviews on Fist of Funny podcasts, on the Fist of Funny network.
2: Oh, geez. We're branching out now. Wow, am I have to. Oh. Oh, yeah. Once Dan Severn approaches us and is like, yeah. I quite like this podcast thing.
0: Who's it going to be next? You never know on this on this podcast. But you can follow us at Fist of Funny Pod.
2: Yeah, if you know any local indie wrestlers you'd like to hear on the show or you or yourself are a wrestler of the scene, contact us at uh, uh, where, where Fist the funny can us.
0: At, at Fists of Funny Pod. At Fist
2: of Funny uh, Pod. Track Twitter, us down. Instagram. Or look up Rob DeLeo on Facebook. Wally Warwick on Facebook. Fucking Brandon Cordero on Facebook.
0: Jordan Krawchuk on Facebook. Look us up. Drop us a line. Be on the show thank you so much thanks for listening to this great interview have a good night bye see ya